Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 305, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's a great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week packed with actionable insights on how to master your mindset and optimize your happiness. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. As some of you might be aware, back in February, my wife and I had the privilege and pleasure of welcoming our beautiful baby girl into this amazing world. And since her arrival, I've been thinking quite a bit about the way in which a lot of us live our entire lives, what we see as normal, how we develop certain behaviors and habits. Here's what I mean more specifically. We do certain things or leave certain things undone in the past that continue to eat and erode away at us subconsciously in the present. And a lot of the time, this erosion is so compulsive that we don't even know that we're doing it. We see it as normal. We don't know anything else. Yet, we're living a lower quality of life because of it. Every single thing that we do, every single conversation that we have is infected by the things that we've usually left undone in the past. And I think this is the most toxic thing about escapism and procrastination. And this is because of something I like to call mental airtime. This is where we haven't yet done what we know we're supposed to do. And we have a tendency to put these things off every single day. Then we exist in a mental framework where we are a person who hasn't yet done the thing that we're supposed to do. And over a long period of time, this really changes how we feel about our entire lives. And this is because no matter what we're doing, no matter what kind of conversation we're having, no matter how special the person we're having that conversation with is, we are subconsciously tainted by the fact that we're not where we're supposed to be. We are not being who we're supposed to be. 
And we live our entire lives like this. Emotionally disturbed with this feeling of anxiety that's just always there because of our chronic escapism. And I realized something. People don't talk about procrastination this way. Because when we procrastinate, it's not just the thing that we're supposed to do that suffers. No, no, no. Everything else suffers as well. And this is because we're not present. We don't have the mental capacity to enjoy it. Everything good in our lives is infected with this feeling. Like it's not good enough. We're not supposed to be here. And this is because there's that other thing that we're supposed to be doing. And the weird thing is, it's not like we're never going to do that thing. No, we usually end up doing it. But the pattern goes like this. Usually the deadline comes closer. The repercussions for not doing it grows scarier and more intense. So we eventually guilt ourselves into eventually doing it just so we can repeat that cycle every single day for the rest of our lives. Now, since we end up doing it anyway, there's actually great utility to just changing the order in which we do things. We can escape and do all the other bullshit later. But if we could find a way to do the most important thing that we need to do earlier in the day, then we could change the entire narrative of our lives. We could change the way we feel about ourselves, about our capability to solve problems. And the theme of our lives that's echoing through our subconscious becomes, oh yes, I can watch this movie. I can enjoy this conversation because I've already done the thing that I'm supposed to do. So, the million dollar question becomes, how do we do it? Well, knowing what it's doing to us is a great start. One that will help to set sparks of motivation to just do the damn thing. However, when push comes to shove, this is an irrational problem. Because I can provide you with all the rationality in the world, but when you're sitting at the crossroads of either watching Netflix versus writing a research paper, something other than logic takes over. Our brain bullies itself. Our irrational brain bullies our rational brain into coming up with a rationalization to justify some suboptimal behavior. So, because of this, the answer can't be logical. It has to be an emotional tactic. And I believe that this tactic is submission. Nobody talks about this word submission in a productivity context. So, what do I mean by submission? It's experiencing this feeling of melting into what we're supposed to be doing. What it's not is increasing the tension in our body to try to fight and bully our irrational brain into doing what 
our more logical and rational brain wants it to do. No, it's acknowledging that doing what we're supposed to do feels difficult. It's feeling that tension that's stopping us from doing that thing and letting go of it and doing the thing anyways. We need to get good at flipping the breaker of our brain and shutting it off. Stopping the chatter of rationalization and escapism. Reduce the tension in our body. Take a deep breath and just do the thing. We can think about all the other rationalizations afterwards, but submitting to what we already know we're supposed to be doing is less of a psychological feeling. It's more of a physiological feeling. If you've ever tried to take cold showers or a cold plunge, it's the same feeling. You submit to the discomfort. If you already know you're going to enter into the cold shower or ice bath and feel very uncomfortable, the only way that you're going to get in is if you just walk or drop in. You stop the chatter. You stop thinking. See, the mind is corrosive. I'll try to figure out all these different little ways to weasel out of it, the mind says. And when this happens, we don't end up doing it. Now, not only does this corrosive behavior hold us back from doing, it also adds resistance while we're doing that thing. Sticking with the cold shower example here, if we fail to submit while we're in that cold shower, it feels so much colder if we maintain this resistance, if we try to fight the cold if we tense up our body and we try to convince ourselves to power through it, it's so much better if we just concentrate on the cold, if we fully submit to it, if we fully focus on it, and we accept the fact that it's cold, then it ceases to be so cold. See, we're allowing ourselves to relax into this discomfort, and it actually feels quite euphoric when we do this. I believe this is the key to a few things. Stopping procrastination, enhancing our ability to make better decisions in the moment, and removing this constant need to escape mentally in life. All right, you've already heard the logical reasons as to why you shouldn't do the thing that you're supposed to do. You know that your life will be dramatically better if the majority of the time you spend here on this earth exists in a headspace where you have already done the most important thing that you need to do. You already know that all of this is good for you. The only step now when you're confronted with the crossroad is to just flip the breaker of your brain and shut it off. Submit to what you're supposed to do. And when you're facing those intimidating crossroads, remember, this submission is submitting to the highest version of yourself. Start to develop trust that the highest version of yourself has your best interests in mind.
This week's shout out is by Israe, who sent me a DM on Instagram. Your last two episodes got me out of my rut. I was listening to it because it's in my daily grind playlist on Spotify while exercising. I don't know what you are doing or are pursuing, but damn, thanks for shaking me out of all of my self-doubt. Sending you digital hugs. Thank you for planting new ideas in my head. Right back at you for an opportunity. To be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Who knows? You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to stop mentally escaping life. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a Legacy Division.